Hello everyone and welcome to the March 4th, 2016 edition of the Turfs Up Horse Racing Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Keeler-Johnson. We've got a great day of racing coming up tomorrow. A lot of nice races in the United States, including the Gotham Stakes at Aqueduct, a major Kentucky Derby prep race. Also several nice races at Gulfstream Park. But the attention of many racing fans will actually be focused on the other side of the world, on the Super Saturday card at Maidan in Dubai. It's a seven-race card, lots of nice races, and some familiar names from the U.S. will be racing at Maidan tomorrow, including Keen Ice, who upset American Pharaoh in the Traverse Stakes last year. So we'll take a quick look at the Saturday card, starting off with the Al Bastakaya Stakes, a $250,000 listed stakes race at Maidan at a mile and three-sixteenths. And one of the big names is Blue Creek, uh, a three-year-old colt by Street Cry, owned by Godolphin, who broke his maiden at Maidan on the first day of 2016 in very impressive fashion. He won by five lengths, going a mile in a solid time with 138.28 seconds. Off of that performance, he was nominated to the Triple Crown and was considered to be a major contender for the UAE Derby coming up later this month at Maidan. But on January 30th, he was upset in a handicap race that made on going a mile. Now, it was a solid field. He was facing older horses. And he didn't run badly, finishing second, beaten less than two lengths by the older active spirit. But a little bit of a disappointment given that there was a lot of hype and excitement about Blue Creek. So it's going to be interesting to see how he runs tomorrow in the Albastakaya Stakes. If he runs well, that could resurrect his chances of going to the Kentucky Derby and of course would stamp him as one of the favorites for the UAE Derby. That's on March 26th at Maidan. Interestingly, Blue Creek won't be facing a very large field in the Albastakaya Stakes. There are just three other horses in the race and they are the top three finishers from the UAE 2000 Guineas at Maidan on February 11th. The winner that day was Market Rally who triumphed by six lengths over Lazam. And as a result, Market Rally is the heavy favorite to win the Albastakaya Stakes, and it would be a bit of a surprise if he loses, although I'm very curious to see how Blue Creek runs as well. The second race on the card is a six furlong grade three sprint, and the favorite will likely be Rich Tapestry, who some racing fans may remember as the winner of the 2014 Santa Anita Sprint Championship Stakes, in which he beat Golden Sense by a nose with Secret Circle finishing third. Rich Tapestry ran in the Breeders' Cup Sprint in 2014, wound up finishing last, and after a bit of a disappointing season in 2015, he ran very well in a six furlong sprint at Maidan on February 11th, winning by one and a half lengths, and he's clearly taken to the dirt rack here at Maidan. He also finished third in the Dubai Golden Shaheen on Dubai World Cup Day last year, so clearly likes the track here, should be tough to beat while only facing five rivals one of which is Sweet Swap, who finished fifth, beaten just a length in the 2014 Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint at Santa Anita. That race, a uh, very close finish between Bobby's Kitten, known and ever undrafted. Sweet Swap was not beaten by much. Interesting to see him on dirt here. He's run in three dirt races so far this year in Saudi Arabia, finishing second at Conditions Race, seventh last time out going a mile, but cutting back in distance today to was probably his more preferred distance and 
has Frankie Dettori in the saddle going to be interesting to see how he runs. Third race of the day is the Maidan Sprint, a grade three turf sprint at five furlongs. It's a major prep for the Al Quaz Sprint on Dubai World Cup night. And one of the major contenders is Soul Power, who won the Al Quaz Stakes last year by half length. However, Soul Power has not run since finishing 11th in the Hong Kong Sprint in December. So coming off a bit of a layoff, he might be a little vulnerable as the possible favorite. And it's a very wide open race. Some of the other major contenders include Gold Ream, who won two Group 1 races in Europe last year, including the King's Stand Stakes at Royal Ascot. Jungle Cat, who won a handicap race at Maidan on January 28th, he's also here. Uh, Krypton Factor, he's been a talented sprinter for many years. Hasn't been in the best form lately, but you can never really count him out of these major sprints in Dubai. Also here is Sir Maximilian, who won a five furlong handicap race here at Maidan on February 18th. So this is a very nice field. Should be an excellent race. Probably result in a pretty close finish. The fourth race on the card is a one mile group three stakes race on the main track and a couple of familiar names in the race, including Lee Bernardin, who won the Pegasus Stakes at Monmouth Park in 2012. And since then, he's become a very capable competitor and made on and he's really taken to the dirt track there. He's already won twice at Maidan this season. He won the Al Maktoum Challenge Round 1 by a head on January 7th. Last time out, he was fourth in the Firebreak Stakes at Group 3 going a mile. Not his best effort, but certainly could rebound tomorrow. Also in the race is Long River, who was third in the 2014 Jockey Club Gold Cup. And he has not found a lot of success in Dubai. He's had some distant defeats last year. He was sixth in the firebreak stakes. Hard to say if he can step up today, but cert I'll certainly be cheering for his success. He was a very nice horse here in the US, and I'd like to see him put it all together and run well tomorrow. Also in this race, Cool Cowboy, runner up to Maftool, in a handicap race at Maidan on February 18th. There's also Lail who was runner-up by a head to Lee Bernardin in the Al Maktoum Challenge Round 1. I'm also looking forward to watching Godspeed, who's won four straight races in Saudi Arabia, and 10 out of 29 starts overall. Ships in, taking a bit of a step up in class today. Hard to say how good he really is, but he's certainly carried a lot of weight in Saudi Arabia. Two of his last three wins were achieved while carrying 137 pounds. Drops down to 126 today, and that alone could help his chances. He has Frankie Dettori in the saddle. Notably, he beat Sweet Swap in a one-mile race two starts back. So, kind of going to be interesting to see how he stacks up against some of the horses that already have experience at Maidan in these major races. Race 5 is the Dubai City of Gold Stakes. A group two, a mile and a half on the turf. Uh, the favorite will likely be Postponed, who won the group one King George VI and Queen Elizabeth stakes at Ascot last year by a nose. He hasn't run since September 13th last year, so the layoff is a little bit of a question mark, but on paper he looks like the best horse 
probably can win this race even if he isn't at 100% fitness and a good run tomorrow could set him up for a great effort in the Dubai Shima Classic on Dubai World Cup night. The sixth race on the card is the one that US racing fans will be eagerly anticipating and that is the third round of the Al Maktoum Challenge. It's a group one race at 10 furlongs on the main track. And this is the race where Keen Ice will make his debut in Dubai. Now Keen Ice, he's only run once this year, finishing sixth in the Dawn Handicap. But the race really didn't shape up very well for him. The pace wasn't all that fast, and track was favoring speed. And nine furlongs is really short of his best distance, so he should relish the stretch out to 10 furlongs in the Almactum Challenge. Also the somewhat tiring nature of the track at Maidon should help his chances. He's bound to be heavily bet since he has such a good reputation in the United States, but really looking forward to seeing how he does, and I expect a big run from him tomorrow. There are several other talented U.S. horses in here as well. Golden Soul, who was second in the 2013 Kentucky Derby. He is in this race, and he actually ran well in his Dubai debut on February 11th. He finished third in a nine furlong handicap race on turf. Now he switches back to the main track. He's one that could be coming on strongly from off the pace. And also in this race is Watershed, who finished fourth in the King's Bishop Stakes last year, fifth in the Malibu Stakes. He, in his Dubai debut, ran third in the Firebreak Stakes uh, behind a couple of nice horses. Is uh, Stablemate Confrontation and the capable one-man band. So that was a nice run from him. Now he stretches out to 10 furlongs. This will be the longest race of his career, but he's bred to stretch out, being by Bernardini, out of a mare by Dubai Millennium. So he's definitely a very intriguing contender in this race. I'm very excited to see how he does stretching out to 10 furlongs. Also in this race is Gun Pit talented runner from Hong Kong who was a bit disappointing in the Champions Cup in Japan last December. He finished distant 16th but he ran well in a nine furlong handicap race on turf in Hong Kong on February 6th. He, he ran sixth but was beaten less than two lengths. It was a solid prep for this race. Going to be curious to see how he fares while stepping up in class and in distance as well. Also in the race, you have Moob Tahij, who won the UAE Derby so impressively last year before finishing 8th in the Kentucky Derby, 4th in the Belmont Stakes. He ran in the Firebreak Stakes, finished a bit of a disappointing 5th, but with the benefit of that prep race under his belt, could certainly improve tomorrow. And also we have Ha Thek, who's getting a bit up there in terms of age. He's 9 years old. But this son of Seeking the Gold won the Godolphin Mile a couple years back. He finished fourth in that race last year. And he enters the third round of the Al Maktoum Challenge off two straight wins, including a conditions race and a listed stakes race. Ten furlongs, maybe a little far for him. A mile's probably his best distance, but I wouldn't count him out of the mix. He's certainly proven that he runs well in Dubai very capable veteran horse and I'm hoping to see him run well tomorrow. Last race on the card is a nine furlong group one stakes race on the turf, a prep for the Dubai turf. 
on Dubai World Cup night. And, and this is a bit of an interesting race because one of the runners is Prayer for Relief, who won the Oklahoma Derby in 2011. He was third in the Woodward Stakes in 2014, ran in the Breeders' Cup Classic. He's been around a long time, he's eight years old now, but he's shown some nice form in Dubai this year. He was third in the first round of the Al Maktoum Challenge, beaten just a head and a nose for victory. And then after finishing fifth behind Frosted in the second round of the Al Maktoum Challenge, he ran in a one-mile handicap race at Maidan, was third, beaten just three-quarters of a length by Maftool and Cool Cowboy. Now, this race is on turf, and off the top of my head, I don't believe Prayer for Relief has ever run on turf. So, certainly interesting to see him switching surfaces. He's probably not quite fast enough to contend in a race like the Godolphin Mile or the Dubai World Cup, so the switch to turf could be a good move, a good strategy if he takes to the grass. Who knows, he might be a legitimate contender for one of the turf races on Dubai World Cup night, probably the Dubai turf, although that race is expected to draw a very tough field, including the remarkable French horse Solo, who won his seasonal debut at Chantilly just yesterday. That'll do it for our analysis of tomorrow's Super Saturday races at Maidan. I'd like to wrap up this podcast by running through my list of top 10 derby contenders. It's been a while since I've posted my latest list on the turf board, so I thought I'd just share some brief thoughts on my top 10 derby contenders as we move into this weekend with the Gotham Stakes and next weekend, of course, with the San Felipe Stakes and Tampa Bay Derby coming up. There could be a lot of changes on my list, but at the moment, my number one is still more spirit. And he did have that six furlong workout at Sanita that didn't go right, but his next workout after that was really good. He worked in company, ran into some more company. He ended up working alongside three other horses. It was a really solid workout. Should get him right back on track. I'm not really worried about the missed workout, and I think his successful workout a few days ago will have him ready for a big effort in the San Felipe Stakes or the Rebel Stakes if Bob Baffert decides to ship him. Hard to say exactly where more spirit will run next. Number two on my list is Mohe Men, who did nothing wrong in the Fountain of Youth Stakes at Gulfstream Park last Saturday. He was very impressive once again. Showed good speed, tracking a faster pace than he did in the Holy Bull Stakes. He continues to do everything right. There's really nothing to dislike about him. Third on my list is Brody's Cause, who will make his 2016 debut in the Tampa Bay Derby a week from Saturday. He's been training very well for that race. I'm looking forward to seeing how he's progressed over the winter. Number four is Exaggerator, who won the Delta Downs Jackpot Stakes last year and finished second to champion Nyquist in the San Vicente Stakes. Uh, last month at Santa Anita. I thought it was a very nice effort for Exaggerator, and I think he's going to benefit from that race, and I'm looking forward to seeing him stretch back out in distance in the San Felipe Stakes. Number five on my list is Nyquist, the champion that just doesn't know how to lose. He's six for six, fought off Exaggerator so impressively in the San Vicente Stakes. Nyquist is heading for the Florida Derby next time out, where he will face up with Mohe Men in one of the most exciting 
pre-Kentucky Derby matchups in recent memory. Number six on my list is the unbeaten Smoky Image. Impressive winner of the California Cup Derby in January. He'll also be in the San Felipe Stakes against Exaggerator and probably more Spirit. Number seven on my list is Gunrunner, who moved a little soon into a fast pace in the Risen Star Stakes at Fairgrounds, but still held on to win by a half length. That was his first start of 2016. I think he's going to benefit from it and take a big step forward next time out in the Louisiana Derby, where I think he'll be the horse to beat. Number eight on my list is Sudden Breaking News, who unleashed a tremendous finish from the back of the pack to win the Southwest Stakes last month. He'll be the expected favorite in the Rebel Stakes at Oaklawn on March 19th. Number nine is Cupid, an exciting maiden winner from the barn of Bob Baffert. I'm looking forward to seeing where Cupid runs next. Rebel Stakes could be a possibility. He looks like a really, really promising and talented colt. Number 10 could be a bit of a surprise. Number 10 is American Dubai, who finished third behind sudden breaking news in the Southwest Stakes. And I actually thought American Dubai might have run the best race that day. He came out of the gate very fast and was pushed hard to secure good early position. He wound up tracking the pace in second through very fast fractions, took command on the final turn, entered the home stretch with the lead and looked like maybe he was going to steal the race as a fairly big long shot. Tired in the final furlong though to finish third. All told though, I thought it was a huge effort. It was only the third start of his, of his career. Only a second start around two turns. I thought it was a very, very impressive run. I'm looking forward to seeing if he can take a big step forward in the Rebel Stakes. If he doesn't get into as fast a pace this time, I think he can turn the tables on sudden breaking news and really stamp himself as a major contender for the Kentucky Derby. Honorable mentions on my list go to Danzing Candy, who won an allowance race at Sanid in impressive fashion last month. He'll be in the San Felipe Stakes. Also, Mo Tom, who was third despite a troubled trip in the Risen Star Stakes. He should be a major contender in Louisiana Derby. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the rematch against Gunrunner. I do prefer Gunrunner slightly, but Mo Tom is a very talented colt. Certainly could make some noise in the Kentucky Derby as a deep closer. There's usually a late runner that gets into the superfecta of the Kentucky Derby, and Mo Tom can certainly be that horse. All right, that should do it for this week's episode of the Turfs Up Horse Racing Podcast. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the races. Enjoy the races.